Welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is a companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me, and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There are several ways you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message. And while you're there, you can make a donation if you'd like to support this podcast. And we're back. God is my source. I cannot see apart from him. Perception is not an attribute of God. His is the realm of knowledge. Now, the difference between perception and knowledge is that perception involves seeing things through the lens of your experience. So, if you are looking at a situation through the lens of nobody cares about me, then your perception in that perception in that situation will be that nobody who is involved in that situation cares about how you feel about it. But God's realm is the realm of knowledge. It's not about seeing through filters with God. It's about knowing the absolute truth. Continuing, yet he has created the Holy Spirit as mediator between perception and knowledge. So the Holy Spirit sees your perception and understands why you feel that way and why it looks that way to you. And at the same time, he knows the truth of God. Continuing, without this link with God, perception would have replaced knowledge forever in your mind. Well, thank you, God, for not allowing that to happen. Otherwise, our perception would be true. With this link with God, perception will become so changed and purified that it will lead to knowledge. That is its function as the Holy Spirit sees it. Therefore, that is its function in truth. So the Holy Spirit is the bridge and sees from our perspective, but is not disturbed by it. It says that somewhere in the text. Continuing, in God, you cannot see. Perception has no function in God and does not exist. Yet in salvation, which is the undoing of of what never was, perception has a mighty purpose. Made by the Son of God for an unholy purpose, 
and must become the means for the restoration of his holiness to his awareness. Perception has no meaning, yet does the Holy Spirit give it meaning very close to God's. Healed perception becomes the means by which the Son of God forgives his brother and thus forgives himself. So when the Holy Spirit takes your perception and redirects it toward more holy perception, it says, the Holy Spirit gives your perception a meaning very close to God's. When you can perceive things from what you know of God's perspective, then you begin to have a perception that is closer to God's. Continuing, healed perception becomes the means by which the Son of God forgives his brother and thus forgives himself. Now, a gentleman named Dr. Michael Rice, his website is whyagain.org. So that's why is this happening to me again? And when Dr. Rice talks about forgiveness, he says that it, it does not mean overlooking a harm or an injury. It means removing the root of fear and hostility. So when you can look at one of your brothers or sisters without the root of fear or hostility, then you're no longer afraid that they're going to harm you and you don't feel anger toward them. You have released that anger because you understand that what they are doing or what they did that you felt pain about is just them acting without the knowledge that we are beginning to gain. Continuing, you cannot see apart from God because you cannot be apart from God. Whatever you do is in him because whatever you think you think with his mind. We are within and of God. It's what I keep saying. The Bible says, in him we live and move and have our being. In God we exist. We cannot exist outside of God because there is no, no place that is outside of God. Continuing, if vision is real, and it is real to the extent to which it shares the Holy Spirit's purpose, then you cannot see apart from God. Three five-minute practice periods are required today. One as early and one as late as possible in the day. The third may be undertaken at the most convenient time, most convenient and suitable time that circumstances and readiness permit. At the beginning of these practice periods, repeat the idea for today to yourself with eyes open. Then glance around you for a short time, applying the idea to specifically what you see. Four or five subjects for this phase of the practice period are sufficient. You might say, for example, God is my source. 
I cannot see this desk apart from him. God is my source. I cannot see this picture apart from him. Although this part of the exercise period should be relatively short, be sure that you select the subjects for this phase of it practice indiscriminately without self-directed inclusion or exclusion. For the second and longer phase, close your eyes, repeat today's idea again, and then let whatever relevant thoughts occur to you add to the idea in your own personal way. Thoughts such as, I see through the eyes of forgiveness. I see the world as blessed. The world can show me myself. I see my own thoughts, which are like God's. Any thought related more or less directly to today's idea is suitable. The thoughts need not bear any obvious relationship to the idea, but they should not be in opposition to it. If you find your mind wandering, if you begin to be aware of thoughts which are clearly out of accord with today's idea, or if you seem to be unable to think of anything, open your eyes, repeat the first phase of the exercise period, and then attempt the second phase again. Do not allow any protracted period to occur in which you become preoccupied with irrelevant thoughts. Return to the first phase of the exercises as often as necessary to prevent this. Thinking about what you're thinking about is a habit that as you develop it will allow these periods in which our minds wander and become preoccupied with irrelevant thoughts to become less frequent and shorter. <coughs> in applying today's idea in the shorter practice periods, the form may vary according to circumstances and situations in which you find yourself during the day. When you are with someone else, for example, try to remember to tell him silently, God is my source. I cannot see you apart from him. I like that. Remem reminding yourself, even when you're talking with someone else. God is my source. I cannot see you apart from him. Again, being within and of God, everything we do, everything we see, everything we think, we see with his eyes, we do with his strength, we think with his mind. This form is equally applicable to strangers as it is to those you think are closer to you. In fact, try not to make distinctions of this kind at all. Today's idea should also be applied throughout the day to various situations and events that may occur, particularly to those which seem to distress you in any way. For this purpose, apply the idea in this form. God is my source. I cannot see this situation apart from him. If no particular subject presents itself to your awareness at the time, merely repeat the idea in its original form. Try today 
not to allow any long periods of time to slip by without remembering today's idea, and thus remembering your function. God is my source. I cannot see apart from Him. Remember to allow the Holy Spirit to change and purify your perception so that it can lead to knowledge. Today, I wish you a day of purified perception. Many blessings. Namaste. Namaste.